2: with host of Fox News at Night, Shannon Breen.
1: This week's Live in the Bream has got an Olympic theme. It just feels like the right time. As we celebrate our athletes who are going to competition, we've got a very, very special guest today. Freddie De Los Santos is with us. And he is not only a Paralympian, but he is a true hero in every sense of the word as we see it here in America. Um, He is somebody who, after the attacks on the World Trade Center on 9-11 joined the U.S. Army, and that is where we're going to pick up his story. Freddie, thank you so much for being with us on Living the Bream. Thank you for having me. So tell us about your motivation at that critical moment in history.
2: Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I, it's hard to believe that 10, 11 years ago, I was going to the worst time of my life, and today uh, I'm getting ready to go to Tokyo. Uh, I was in Afghanistan in 2008. And uh and that's when I got hit with an RPG. Uh right after that, I was a, I was at World Hospital for two years where I had to learn how to walk, how to talk. Pretty much I had to learn how to do everything all over again. I lost you my had, leg.
1: Yeah, and you I, had gone selflessly. I mean, you had said, I want to do this, I want to defend my country, I want to defend freedom. Um and you made uh, a choice to go walking into knowing that you could end up in the ultimate sacrifice and walking through these really tough realities that you faced.
2: Uh, I, I'll tell you why it was an honor to, uh, to go in and, uh, and put my life on the line for the, for the country. Uh, if I had to do everything all over again, I would do it again. But no doubt in my mind. Uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, things happen. I, I got wounded, uh, my unit they want me to stay in, but uh, most likely I was gonna be sent to the to the schoolhouse. Or, uh, or when I was in the hospital, uh, uh, that's when I find out that they had a, a Paralympic program for military, and uh, and that's what I when I pick it up. What I'm doing today.
1: Let me ask you about your time in the hospital because you say two years in recovering, losing your leg, devastating injuries, and. Um, it's something uh, clearly that's part of your story and that you've lived through, but what is the reality like for somebody to live in a hospital for two years, fighting to put your body back together, to think about what your life is going to be moving forward. Um, and just sort of your new reality.
2: Yeah. For the first couple of months, uh, I think the worst part about the whole thing was recovery, the recovery process. And I was very suicidal. Uh, I didn't know what to do. Uh, I mean, I, I had such a perfect life. And all of a sudden, everything was taken away from me. You know, my passions, you know, to serve the country, being in the military, my friends, my brothers in arms. You know, like everything changed for me. And uh, so my, I had to move my family from North Carolina to Washington, D.C. So they could be there with me. So when I, when I was in a hospital, uh, uh, like I mentioned before, I was very suicidal. I I have TBI, I have mental trauma, physical trauma, um, I have memory loss, dental trauma. I mean, you name it, I had everything. Then on top of that, I had to to go through multiple surgeries. And uh, it it was not easy. It was not easy. It it took me, like I said, two years to be able to put myself together. Mm. And of course, this is not something that you... That you can do it by yourself. You need not just the military community, but also your family, your friends, mm-hmm. and and uh, and like simplify Fund. You know they were there for me to help me out.
1: Yeah, let's talk about them um, because you work with this nonprofit profit group, Simpify Fund, and um, they do all kinds of special things trying to help our men and women who have made enormous sacrifices. And so I don't forget. In case people want to know, it's the fund dot org, Semperfy and America's fund. It's the fund.org. Tell us what they brought into your life in that really difficult time as um, you were working through recovery.
2: Like, you know, uh, when I was going through my recovery process, uh, I, I was struggling a lot because I was very suicidal. So uh, so I started doing hand cycling when I was in a hospital and through simplify phone I was able to to get the equipment that I need so I can be physically active but there was another part of the equation that that was missing. And it was the mental trauma because I had a lot of anger in in Mm -hmm. me and, uh, and there was a lot of things that I wanted to communicate with people, but I don't know how to say it. I I didn't want to, to, I don't want my family. I didn't want my family to know what I was going through. Mm -hmm. And I, I just didn't know how to, how to tell them, you know, how I was feeling inside. So, um, before I joined the military, I used to work as a graphic designer. I did that for seven years. Uh art is something that has uh, always been in my life. So so I started doing paintings and uh but I didn't have the resources. You know, the the, the tools that you need are very, are very expensive, like painting brooches and stuff like that. So Simplified form was able to help me out with that. And through art, I was able to express myself. And to get rid of that anger that I had inside, or the trauma, or the insecurity, uh, everything that was kind of like holding me back mentally, I was able to put it in the painting. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you why, it was a blessing. Because through my painting, my friends, my family, in that community, was able to see what I was going through. Yeah, and... and- uh,
1: yeah. And just the arts, whatever our emotions are, um, strong emotions, negative, positive emotions, whatever they are to process them. The arts have been, you know, seen by a lot of folks as such a gift to, uh, as you said, not only to take them sort of off of your chest, but to be able to connect with people to sort of articulate everything you've been feeling and going through. Um, and I'm sure a process, it's very difficult for somebody who has not been um, in your life in your circumstances to understand just how difficult every step of that was.
2: Yeah, you know, a lot of people used to see me they were like, you know, because I was doing the the physical part. Hey, like, wow, you're doing so you're doing so well. I see you in your hand cycle, you're doing swimming. You know, the physical part was the the easy part because it was something that um uh, that I was able to dominate pretty well. But then the mental trauma was something that it was it was hard for it's kind of hard for me to explain, but I feel like I had a demon inside of me, and and I couldn't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So by doing the painting and by decompressing internally, that that, that was a that was such a great feeling, and, and I'm still doing it. I mean, every day I still painting. So it's like, fantastic! Last year,
1: You're a busy man.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> last year I threw up, and yeah, I, I, you know, have severe PTSD. So. Whenever I feel like I'm, like I'm not in the right place, that's my escape. That's my outlet. Mm-hmm. So I go from cycling, I jump into painting, and I also do photography as well. So, and uh, and I, I, I have been blessed because Simplify Fund always there to help me out. Mm-hmm. Say, look, we're here to help you out. If you need any tools, any materials, just let us know. Yeah. And and we will take care of you. And it has been a blessing.
1: And let me tell folks a little bit about them because they're an amazing organization, Um, Semper Fi and America's Fund. They say they're dedicated to walking alongside our combat wounded, critically ill and injured service members, veterans and military families providing vital needs-based financial and program support. They say today, tomorrow and together. They say since their inception in 2004, they've given more than $260 million in assistance to more than 27,000 service members across all military branches. Again, it's the fund. If you want to help out or check it out, and maybe you're a veteran or you're somebody who knows someone who needs some assistance from Semper Fi and America's Fund. Meanwhile, today, we're talking to someone who's very involved with a group, Freddie De Santos, who also happens to be a Paralympian who is representing the United States of America in Tokyo in the Games. Uh, What does that mean to you, Freddie, to be able to um, put on that uniform and get out there and represent your country?
2: Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I, I, I it's hard for me to explain the feeling, you know, be able to, uh, to go out there, represent the country is, is, is an honor and it's a privilege. And, and I, 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 I have no way to explain myself the feel, you know, how I feel. Uh, this is going to be my second Paralympic games. Uh, I, it's a big commitment, but, uh, but I, I, I love it. I love the challenge. And, uh, I have been training really hard for four years. I've been training like I you have maybe a five, six hours a day, six, seven days a week. Uh, sometimes uh, I had to see, I got to go mental health because my mind is not in the right place from training and, and dealing with the family. And, you know, like, you know, I have besides cycling, but beside my art, uh, you know, I also have a family. So it, it to be away from the family just because I need to train and 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 I had to do the timing uh, for to qualify for Tokyo. It, it has been very uh, overwhelming.
1: Yeah, it's an exhausting process that. Somebody who's not very athletic like me probably has a hard time understanding um, the grueling nature of what you go through um, through this training. And like you said, I mean, our athletes are juggling families in real life, your past experiences, um, all kinds of different challenges. You're going to compete in late August and early September so we can all watch and cheer for you. Tell us about your events.
2: Well, my event consists of uh, three events. I had the time trial. Which is uh, 24k. You uh, race against the clock. Uh, then we have a row race, which is uh, going to be 29, 79k. Ooh. And then we had a team relay, and that's a fun one because that's it's a, it's a it's a team concept. It's going to be three of us, and we go we go out, we go out three times as fast as you can go. So uh, it's uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I can't and wait to race.
1: What would be your advice to somebody who um, is going through something tough about um, being able to pour yourself into different activities and find some measure of healing through some of these other things that you've done, like art, like your athletics? Well, for me, I'll tell you, uh, uh, it has been
2: the most rewarding spe- experience be able to compete despite my disability. And everybody's different. And um, Life is not easy. It, it doesn't supposed to be easy. Uh, you had to find your passion. And you had to find. You always had to find motivation in life, so so you can keep pushing forward uh, through cycling, through my art. I have been able. I have been able to to see how far I can take my recovery. I I always say to people, yeah, you can't stand up, but you can stand out. Uh, you had to find your passion? What is it that you want to do with your life? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've seen a lot of people with no disability. I mean, apparently no disability. And when they talk to me, we're like, well, okay, I, I, I might, I know I'm missing a leg, but I know this person, there's something wrong with this person mm-hmm. just because they don't function uh, really well mentally. Uh, and that's, that's what life is about. Life is not about Pushing yourself, uh, trying to, uh, uh, see what, what motivates you
1: mm-hmm.
2: in yeah, my to case. Keep
1: you, yeah. Get you up my, in the morning and keep you going.
2: In my case, I mean, I still do the same thing that I used to do when I was back in my unit. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Ooh. Uh, I have my breakfast. Uh, I jump on the bike. I take a break. I jump on my painting. I do my photography. And I go back into the bike I, and, that, and I do that very consistently every day, every day, every day. But you had to find the motivation. You had to find the passion. You, life, is, life is never, never going to be easy. There's always going to be some kind of challenge in your life. Uh, I'm that kind of person now that I love challenging. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes I talk to my friends. Oh, I have issues. But like, give it to me. I love it. <laughs> because that's how you grow. That's how you grow as a person. When you're dealing with trauma, when you're dealing with situation like the one that I'm going through, that's what makes you grow as a person. Like I always say, I always tell people, and it sounds kind of weird, but I always say, you know, being disabled has been a blessing in my life. I used to weigh 225 pounds. I weigh 149 pounds now. I'm in the best shape of my life. Uh, it's just so
1: ironic. I mean, to think that, and I think that's true that sometimes our hardest, worst challenges in life definitely grow us the most mature us, whether it's spiritually or emotionally. Um, but the fact that you have uh, taken this to grow mentally and physically as well is very, very inspiring.
0: We'll have more live in the bream in a moment. This episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com. It's easy to find your new vibe
1: We are talking to Freddy De Los Santos, who is a Paralympian. He is a soldier who has served this country, and um, he is an all-around inspirational guy. I should just put your picture up so when I jump out of bed, I can do some push-ups. I can get going. Um, Freddy's up at 4.30. (laughs) He's out there getting it done. Um, How do you keep going on the days when you're physically exhausted, maybe you're mentally exhausted, and you look at what you've got in front of you with these training schedules, um, with your family, all the things that you're managing. Um, what is it that you say to yourself uh, or what is I, it that keeps you going?
2: I don't know. You know, I, I I always feel like I had to do it for my friends, for those guys that didn't make it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost a lot of guys uh, and uh, my last deployment was was really rough. So I always feel like I had to do it for them. But at the same time, you, you had, You know, my life hasn't changed. I still feel like I'm back in the unit. So the bike became a weapon. So I was working on my bike. And I tried to pretty much do the same thing that I was doing when I was back in my unit. So that way I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So I'm always traveling. I'm always training. So when I'm training, if I'm not training, I'm traveling. If I'm not traveling, I'm training. So I always kind of keep myself busy. i always racing and racing and training. So you had to find a way to bring some meaning to your life. Mm-hmm. You
1: know? it, sounds like, it sounds like routine is very helpful for you too. It,
2: it is. It is. I, I, It's kind of weird because I live in upstate New York and uh, during the winter, it's like 18 degrees, 14 degrees and I'm outside riding my bike. Uh-oh. And as people pass by, and they're going like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but they don't understand what I'm doing. It So but I love it. I, I enjoy it. You know, I, I like the pain. That pain is it's is kind of hard for me to describe, but that pain has been a blessing in my life. And I love the pain. Because every time I go through pain, it keeps me going forward. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps pushing me.
1: Keep come out stronger on the other side. And as you said, doing this for so many of your brothers who didn't come back, that's got to be a huge motivation as well. Um, what would you say, Freddie, to people who will look at recovering servicemen and women who are home, um, from combat, and maybe they do physically look whole or that they're doing good with the challenges that they have. Um, and on the outside, it looks like, um, they're succeeding. They're holding it together. What would you say about being sensitive to the mental health, um, and the other issues that maybe you can't see about people might still be struggling with. You had to be,
2: you had to find a way to, to decompress. You had to find it. it, It's kind of, it's kind of hard to show weakness. Mm -hmm. Like you're weak, but be able to express yourself and, and tell people how you feel. Whether you don't feel you don't feel well mentally or you feel suicidal, it's it's okay to let people know that that's how you feel, and, and that's what I do. I, I I for many years I was holding on, I was holding it to myself, like I didn't want to look weak. And if I'm answering your question, but I always I always was afraid to let people know how was how how I was feeling, and now. I always tell people how I feel. And it's a good feeling. Yeah. You know, it's a good feeling. Cause if you hold it to yourself, that's gonna hurt you.
0: Yeah. It's gonna
2: make it worse. It's much so you, healthier.
1: Gotta,
2: you have to find a way to free free the pain. Let the, let the pain leave your body. Because mm-hmm. as you keep holding it to yourself, that's that's not gonna be good.
1: Yeah, and if you're Freddie de los Santos. You um, exercise that out in a lot of ways, actual literal physical exercise. He's an artist and a photographer as well, multi talented and super inspiring. Um, again, let me tell you about Simplify in America's Fund uh, that Freddie is one of their success stories about connecting with them um, over art supplies and things that have helped him um, to do painting and to share his feelings uh, on the canvas, um, but also this amazing athlete he's turned into as well, going to represent our country, the USA. In Tokyo at the Paralympic Games, um, the end of August, the beginning of September. Um, if you don't have a favorite, now you have someone to cheer for. Uh, watch for Freddie as he is out there for Team USA. Um, Freddie, thank you so much for sharing some of your story with us, and we will be so excited to see you in Tokyo representing all of us.
2: No, thank you for giving me the opportunity to use this platform to express myself and and uh, and to let people know that you know this community a simplified phone is there to help you. You know, if you ever need some help, if you ever need somebody to to take you under, your, under the wings, they're willing to do that because they, they did it for me. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that they will do it for anybody else.
1: Yeah, they've helped tens of thousands of veterans and uh, combat wounded, their families, those who need help. You can find them at Semper Fi Fund on Twitter. Um, Their website, again, is thefund.org, doing amazing work and connecting with amazing people like Freddie. Freddie, I'm going to go get my Go Freddie t-shirts made now. We'll be cheering you on in Tokyo. (laughs) Thanks for joining us on Living the Brain. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much.